Okay, welcome to the sixth or seventh episode of Super <laughs> Sessions. We've been away for a long time. Um, we don't really have a good excuse, but Chris, Chris uh, opened the club and he basically told me he needed a lot more money to come up here and do it. So finally we've made an agreement and he's back. Hang on, people are getting paid for this? <laughs> <laughs> and today we're joined by OSI, Own Lacey, the star behind Weight Cuts of Conor McGregor, Carl Frampton, and we're going to talk about horse meat, and Mexican supplements <laughs> and uh, all that good stuff. Pizzy, it's own all show no go. Oh, Lacey. sorry, yes. You remember that? What's this about? All show no go. You guys came down to the gym and caught me off guard. <laughs> and, I, and I was explaining what you don't want all show no go. And I looked down and my bicep and that was it. He did it again. <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> I was showing what happened. But the worst thing was, I was coming back from New York and my, uh, my, telly, my telly was broken. So my missus beside me and she just, Sees the documentaries. Oh, I watch for the crack on the plane. So I'm getting these funny looks off guys in the plane doing one of these. <laughs> yeah, it was on the it's flight. On the flight oh yeah. no, cringe factor the whole oh, flight. Oh no. Like, oh, show no go. <laughs> right, thanks for that, lad. I much appreciate it. You're famous for that now, though. You know that, that's my only. Yeah. You don't want to be famous for all show no go. I'm explaining that you don't want big biceps. Just it just came, but then you looked at your big yeah, biceps and completely sold it the wrong yeah, direction. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get started, right, I need to ask you. I'm about 165 at the moment, and I've been trying to get 40 pounds off me to fight Neil Siri. Yeah. Just wondering, could I come down to the OSI and maybe you can put me through that? I'll cut off one leg, you'll make weight, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that, Siri? I'm coming. One leg, be ready. one leg. You better be ready. But um, obviously, we, we have Owen on today because of the drama that surrounded. Uh, John Jones forced withdrawal from UFC 200. Um, as you know, I take a lot of supplements. My body's banging, but Owen knows a little bit more than me about this. But uh, initial reaction to that, three days out, lads. What, what did you think, Chris, when you heard it? Were you surprised? Um, I'm never surprised when lads get caught for drugs anymore. Ever since Anderson Silva. Never, oh, that never Crushed happened. Crushed his little head. That never happened. That never happened. <laughs> it still never happened. He was taking, well, what was he taking? Broken leg supplements. He, he was taking something. Broken leg supplements. He was taking something to get a horn or something. That's what, That's what he said. It was there. very embarrassing. He was in front of the Nevada State Leg Commission saying, listen, me banger isn't working. I took something off me mate in Thailand and that's what happened. Would you would you go there? I just say I'm a cheat, so Listen, I can't man. believe him. I go I cheated, <laughs> I cheated. Yeah, yeah, right up to death. Yeah, um, I'm never I'm never surprised anymore. I, since you said it came in, it, I I'd say the I'd say the UFC rude the day they ever brought them in with them. I know it makes them look better, but God, every every what is it? Every show now, pretty much every show. It's a lot, man. And it's all it seems to be big names as well. You know, were you were you surprised when you hear that? Especially when you hear Osada coming in. No, you know I'm involved in so many different sports, and the MMA and UFC have grown so fast. It's it's in every sport. Yeah. It's, mm. it's in every single sport. So when people come out and are caught, it's no surprise to me whatsoever. Just just not doing it the right. Well, not saying they're not doing it the right way. There's so many other things that they can do yeah. rather than going down to perform with enhancement drugs sort of things. So it's uh, I'm never surprised. I think people just see it as a quick fix though. So they just die. Oh well, I can take this straight away yeah, instead but, of a, but, like a long term thing. You know what I mean? They're yeah, but if you have a good medical staff and good trainers and good nutritionists around you, you can get a huge performance benefits. But if the guy's going to need something a bit better to boost you up, yeah. they go and get the wrong advice from the wrong people and then take stuff and then get caught. You know? In your experience, is it like a, is it like a confidence thing when guys are, when guys take the stuff they're like, well I've ticked every box here, I'm gonna be this much better, and then a lot of people say when they come off them, 
that kind of confidence, that invis- invincibility is gone. You know, definitely, you when you take steroids, just first of all, steroids work. Full stop. Yeah, they, and they work amazing. very, they work very well. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the key thing is when, when people are taking steroids, and you'll think about this: the biggest sport in the world for taking steroids is what? Cycling. Cycling. Yeah. You don't picture people on steroids being. <laughs> <laughs> And the biggest thing is people think you're going to get jacked. The biggest thing steroids do is help you to recover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Help you to train harder, cut weight easier, and then just put more time on the map. Are we just blanketing everything in steroids? Because like, would it not be more kind of EPO, EPO and blood doping? They're all, all steroids. They're all performance enhancers, oh, right. okay. you know? Yeah, yeah. So, but they would take growth hormone, they take testosterone, they use cortisone injections, so they're all underneath the same umbrella. Yeah, okay. But when people think about steroids, they think about big, huge no, muscles. Yeah. People might look like they're on steroids, but... Anderson Silva. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. John Jones. But like until recently, you know, when he got jacked in between yeah. fights, but before, like he always looked kind of tall, skinny, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Um, but see, like I think, like what you were saying, I don't think you can come off them then. I think when you've taken them and say if you take them and win or perform well, that's it. You're ruined. Like you're yeah. ruined forever. Yeah. You're gonna find it very difficult in your brain to do without them. Like. And one thing you know, particularly from dealing with, let's say bodybuilders, for example, when bodybuilders take steroids, they put a lot of steroids on very fast, but they lose it just as fast. Yeah. So artificial muscle, you can't sustain it. So if you see an athlete through his career, and you see him getting gradually bigger and stronger, you can say, okay, that can be natural. But when someone goes from a skinny little guy to putting on huge 20, yeah. 20, 40 pounds of muscle, that was artificially gained, and it's gonna be lost just as fast. And that's why they keep taking, keep taking. Because again, their strength will just drop down, performance drops down, and that's why they, they stay in. Another thing I was kind of thinking about the other day is um, how competitive uh, college sports are in America. And a lot of these guys are college athletes coming into the UFC. So they've probably taken something before, and then this is just a way of life now. It's just a normal way to act. Yeah. Like it. Whereas in Ireland, the guy, anyone I know that juices just to look good. <laughs> you know, yeah. no, no one's juicing to go play gas. Yeah, you know? yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, so it's, it's, not a, it's not part of the culture in Brazil. It is part of the culture. Lads take you to go to the beach. They want to look good for the beach. Yeah, they, look lovely. they do look lovely, lads, can we just say? Just me, just me. Brazilian girls also take them. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Fantastic, like, but, I like them too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I think, you know, you're getting these guys coming from that background, and I, I'd say I, I'm of the opinion, and I could be wrong, but like, if you've if you've taken it, I don't think you're ever gonna come off it properly. Like you'll always you always have it's a, a crutch basically. Yeah, but strength and conditioning is, is massive in the states. Full yeah. stop. From for all different sports, and even their their American football pitches are massively forty thousand people at the college games. Yeah, music, you know. So again, there is a bit more of a push on steroids and supplementation at a younger age over there, and then it just rolls into professional sport. Yeah. Like, you know. What do you think of uh, you know UFC signed this deal with USADA to to police the sport, and then all of a sudden. Brock Lesnar comes along and he gets an exemption. <laughs> is that not is that not contradicting exactly what they put in place there by saying we're going to make sure this this is going to guarantee that this is the cleanest uh, sport in the world? We have these guys involved, and then they bring back a guy that a lot of people think is very well built. Stevie Wonder can <laughs> see that he's just <laughs> my God, look at him. He looks like someone shaved a silverback. <laughs> just Allegedly, him in there. all right, but. Is that not, does that not take away from the whole I think, point? I think uh, both Brock and the UFC played a blind there because I think they kind of made it look like he'd just come back. Mm. But like they'd known for ages he was coming back. And he back in He's Canadian now, is he? He's he Canadian is, yeah. Now, yeah. What he's a Canadian. win for Canada. <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. God. He like, oh, like, he's, a, he's a mutant anyway. Yeah. He's a freak of nature. And then add in juiced out of his mind on monkey cum or whatever he's taking like he is a scary motherfucker <laughs> like, but you, is the, the, you look at guys like him and Hector Lombard Hector Lombard has tested positive in the past 
But is there a certain amount of genetics that makes a guy look like that? You know, you see Lombard's back and you're just like, that's not a human back. Yeah, you know look I mean? at Owen. Like, I can't look like Owen. Owen doesn't take it. Owen's clean. Like, and I can't look like Owen, no matter what I do. Like, I can yeah, lift weights for the rest of my life. Certain people, like that's what caused some Some people are tall and skinny, some people are short and fat, and some people are bang on in the middle. Certain frames can hold more muscle mass. And you can, you can see on, on people's wrist size and people's knee size how much muscle mass they can hold. But some of these guys, when they put it on artificially, that's why they get injuries. That's why they, they put more muscle mass on their frame than they can handle. And that's when they get these wear down injuries. But definitely, yeah, some people's frames can hold more and, and are naturally gifted for, for putting on muscle. Some people aren't. It was reported that um, Charles Sonnen actually said it and, and Rashad Evans Rashad said Evans. it. Yeah, they said that it was estrogen blockers. Now, my very limited uh, knowledge of that, um, just, just as, this, as this broke, was that estrogen blockers are taken post-cycle if you were using steroids. To kind of balance out the estrogen that kind of picks up in your body, so you don't get titties and stuff like that. Yeah, is that so, true? Well, it's, it's, they're called bitch titties. <laughs> or the fancy name is gynecomastia. It's the hardening of behind the nipple. So again, I've never taken steroids in my life. Never recommended steroids. or don't deal with any athletes. Honestly, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's very, nice, very solid, very solid nipple. Yeah. Not <laughs> hard behind the nipple. Yeah. Hard yeah. all over. Yeah, it's, it's a not full, behind full. the nipple. Yeah. But the, the whole point is, if you are going to take some sort of estrogen blockers, it is a post cycle where you may have been taking testosterone or, or human growth hormone to, to boost your normal levels, and testosterone can be converted into estrogen. You know, so if you start looking at yourself in the mirror, saying to me. These jeans make you look fat, well then you know you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But no, definitely when you're, you're raising testosterone, you're also raising other things in the body, and that can have side effects, so you need stuff like that to clear it out. So. Um, what, like, I mean, have you ever heard of guys using estrogen blockers? Has that been the, like, is it common like, for guys who are on drugs? The drugs are, well, we work with the lads for a strength condition, and like, I'm not just saying this because drugs are a no-go in our gym. No-go. No-go to work with these guys, but like, as well, from John's side as well, John... John, don't know if it is okay to say it. it doesn't make him look bad, so I'm sure it is. But he sent out a message and he said, Anyone taking anything is gone. That's it. And that was just recently, only a few yeah. months ago. He said, Anyone taking anything in the gym is gone. There's no, no bullshit with that. In the gym. That's why my You're hurting people. Gone. Yeah, he lost your membership. <laughs> uh, like, like it's, a, it's a weird sport to take drugs in. Like it, it's way more dangerous than in American football or basketball. Or, I'm punching another human yeah. in his face hard, the as hard as I can, yeah. you know. Put him away, basically. Yeah, and so like, like the way I, I used to chat to, I used to be quite friendly with a man from Tough um, that I was on the show with Mike King, and when I found out he took that stuff before, I think I haven't spoke to him since. Like. What well, do you see? It's like nearly like assault then, because well, it's, it's a weapon. Why do I just put steel in his glove? You know, like, this yeah. is the, the, the guys are busting the ball in the gym, taking the correct supplementation where it's needed, but people are taking steroids. It's just, it's just a cheat. Yeah, yeah, especially like I mean, you can even like I can understand them all when it's a, a cyclist or someone that's not basically going, as you said going out to physically hurt yeah. someone. You know, yeah. I mean, like it's it's the goal is to overwhelm <laughs> the person you're putting in there against. So it just makes it worse when it comes to combat sports, yeah. doesn't it? Definitely, it just, definitely agree. Yeah, um, uh, like uh, you know, if you're caught then after a fight, so say you've won a fight and you've won well and you're caught after, should you should you be liable to be charged? Then? I don't know. Like I mean, the GBH, because like, now that's the sport. But you've taken it to another level. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Like should you be liable? Well, like the thing is as well, the, the damage that fighters uh, get put on them in fights affects them for the rest of their careers. Yeah. It could literally be one time they just. It's all about miles on the clock. You yeah, can just yeah, hit that limit yeah. one day. Yeah, yeah. Some guys juiced out of his mind. Like I mean, two years is the band that John Jones will be looking at. Is that is that warranted? Do you guys think? Like, uh, it, the one thing I have a problem with here, like. 
is the fact that I don't see John Jones being able to make money anywhere else. Like, I mean, I'm sure he has enough money to kick him out for two years, but it's just, it seems like, you know, he won't be able to do any punditry. He's not able to be involved no. with UFC at all now. Well, he's ruined that by, the way, by what happened anyway. Well, well, ha- this is the thing. You don't just wake up one day and say, I'm going to take steroids. Yeah. If he has been doing this, yeah. which, if he's doing this periodically for, for years, yeah, for, for he's made that career. decision every single yeah. day. Every time he takes a steroid, he's making the decision that he do, he's taking himself out of the sport, taking himself out of what, it, what, what makes his money. And that's a decision he's made many, many times. So I don't, I don't have lads, like, kind of, for me, I, I go... I'm very competitive, as Owen knows. Like Owen has been my strength conditioning coach since since I was good. <laughs> so before I was bad. When was that? <laughs> before, before, like literally, like from when we started training together, I went on a seven-point win streak. Before that, I was all over the place. So it's like literally changed my path. But yeah. I don't like um, I don't know how they like look like sleep at night. I don't know how you can look in the mirror and be all right with yourself. I don't. I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, and I, it's a good point you make as well, like because. John Jones is already the best fighter in the world. Mm. Why all of a sudden? Yeah, well, it's decide, not all of a sudden. You know, yeah, but I, I just didn't... Probably, think, like, this is all guesswork, but, you yeah. know, chances are he didn't just decide yeah. recently to go, do you know what, I'm going to start whacking the steroids out. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're battering everyone, no one can get near you in a fight, and all of a sudden you need to take stuff. He's by far the best fighter on the planet. Yeah. So, he didn't... This has obviously been going on for most of his career, or all of his career. Did you guys... Um, did you see, like, obviously he was suspended, and then he put on this massive amount of weight. Now, some people are saying... That the muscle growth he had during that spell where he was just in CrossFit and stuff like this they were saying that no that's completely natural for a guy who's never lifted weights before I don't know if you saw them pictures did you think it was quite dramatic the, uh, the transformation I, I didn't I, he's uh, John Jones yeah. yeah. he said he was doing a lot of CrossFit that I yeah that was yeah, it yeah. Was so CrossFit and a little bit of powerlifting and just so you know something CrossFit does not put muscle mass on you CrossFit is a high metabolic activity where you're doing snatches for reps, you're doing ring Small cardiovascular yeah. things. So you will not put muscle mass on from that sport. Yeah. So th- you'll get quite lean from yeah, it, but yeah. you won't gain muscle mass. So it's, it's not, when I see someone do CrossFit, I'm not going to say, oh, put on a load of sodium. Yeah. It's, 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 not, it's not the same sort of stimulation to the muscle. You know? right. So it's not the correct training to, to put that on. So if you are putting it on, it's because you've been supporting yourself from outside environment for your hormones. Well, but it's very, it wears you down. A lot of CrossFit people will take stuff to keep themselves able to do able that amount to train. of training. Oh, yeah, you know? so like a lot of... Massive volume on the body. Yeah, okay. And <laughs> I hear it somewhere that John Jones <laughs> hid under the cage for 12 hours. What? When you saw the cage. No, he did Yeah. He hid under Why the cage. Why does he keep doing crazy shit? Jackson Winklejohn. No, AIDS ago. This happened AIDS ago. This was broke. Like. So apparently, like, they came to test him and he hid under the cage. Like. For what is that for? And they wouldn't leave because oh like, they were like, God. he's coming back in an hour and they're like, oh, we're away from him. Like, John Jones does some crazy shit when he's put on the spot, doesn't yeah. he? He crashes into a pregnant woman, breaks her fucking arm, yeah. legs it, runs back to grab his bag of weed, legs it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what the weird thing is? Like, I'd actually love John Jones if he didn't do the whole holy joke shit. I love shit. being a dickhead. Yeah, yeah I just want to be the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, be yeah. the bad guy. You Are know? you there, pussy? That yeah, was the best yeah. thing ever. I was like, there he is. Yeah. He said, like, <laughs> the, the, cameras, the cameras kept rolling the interview yeah, yeah, over yeah. and he started talking That's shit to TC. Now, what yeah. do you think of the, like, um, Malky Kawa, um, Jones's manager, came out and immediately the conversation started going towards tainted supplements. Yol Romero, another guy who uh, Kawa looks after, he managed to get his sentence uh, reduced from two years to six months, um, and then Tim Means as well as another guy who was gonna be banned for Tim two two years. They got reduced to six months because Usada literally went into a shop, bought the protein powder, 
uh, means have been using, checked it, and they found these substances in it. Um, I'm not too sure what it was he, he tested positive see, for. That's the thing. That's the big thing because uh, USADA's, some of the substances are fucking ridiculous. Because so they have, like, it's mad to be like, on the ban list. Like, like it's bad. No, I have, the ban, I have the ban list. And this is the funny thing. Like, we could say, okay, let's go, lads. Let's make our own supplements yeah. and make our own stuff. And the, the standardization for making supplements is fucking very poor. So when you give an athlete, and I, I give a lot of athletes supplements that are going to the Rio Olympics. So when I give them supplements, I have to give a cert from that exact lot, that product that has been tested, uh, the, it's called the GMP qualification of that lab company that's made it to, to their manager and to the athlete. So when they bring it, they can, they can show. So if you're going and buying the supplements, you're looking to buy that sort of right, stuff. Okay, you're, yeah. like, you don't go finding steroids in good quality yeah. farms that made supplements. When you buy gear, you buy good quality gear, as in Training gear. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Steroids no, or heroin. Gear. All right, yeah. You're yeah. Go yeah. Yeah. Where would you get yeah. such gear yeah. on? Yeah. Invest in quality yeah. stuff, and you're going to buy cheap shit because you think there's something else in it. That's, it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. Right, so that's bullshit then, basically. Bullshit. Yeah. If you're taking pharmaceutical good quality supplements, they say exactly the same thing. Right. If you're taking shit supplements and something else, don't blame the supplements. It's yeah, not. Okay. Supplements get a bad rap. Right. Especially, you know? especially um, a lot of people seem to be taking exception to the fact that they're saying, Estrogen blockers in a supplement, that is, is absolutely unheard of. Like, you know, estrogen blockers are a prescription. You don't just get it over the counter. Yeah. You don't walk into something shop and get testosterone and estrogen blockers. You've gone down the means to get that from So if he, if he was taking that, then he was uh, like yeah. pretty much 100% juiced. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, well, that's, that's the thing. Um, I mean, it's a massive loss to the sport, two years. But, you know, the, I can see this happening again and again. Like three days out from an event, what happened is that uh, they say Usada don't actually know who's test or testing, right. so th th it comes through to the office oh, and they right. just it's go. A blank thing. Yeah, he yeah, failed. Okay. He failed. He'll yeah, fail. Okay. So they have no idea. Them, like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of people are thinking Jeff Nowitzki, obviously the guy who who uh, got Lance Armstrong put away in the end. Everyone thought he was using this like to try and get his name out there, like oh I'm gonna pull it three days before. Yeah, but, uh, and it'll be and the Lance biggest Armstrong fight, said yeah, as well, yeah. that's definitely Nowitzki, but yeah. um, it's it seems to be with a situation like that. I mean, you can only imagine that this is gonna maybe happen again like and it could be another big name like that that goes missing surely ufc or like for when, they, well, when it's nearly came, guaranteed like, it's going to be a big name because the the guys lower down the card getting paid eight and eight can't afford to take the shit yeah so it's get you're, you're pretty much guaranteed it's a name the you know to do, to do it properly if you want to have a full medical team it's expensive yeah so that's just a Juice that kills. Juice that kills. That's okay because he's an actor. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't give a shit. But like he is juiced out of his mind. I'd say he goes to his doctor once every two days to get everything tested. He looks younger than me. Yeah, he does. He looks <laughs> bananas. He looks bananas. Ripped out of his mind. Like, Expendables. Everyone in the whole show. Yeah, oh man. There was a lot just in, injecting them out the back. That was just yeah, all the way. And cut. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of them. All of them. Every single Oh, out of their minds. Like, did he? The juiceables that should have been called. <laughs> Everyone's sitting like this. Like, wonder if Johnny Jones will get a shout now. Johnny Jones should. That's what he should do. <laughs> like, like, like we we're basically witnessing like similar to <clears throat> in our sport. It's uh, Muhammad Ali. It's the same thing again. That a guy in his prime, the best fighter in the world, is going to be missing for the prime of his career. A guy like say right. he's a cheat. Like, but that that's the truth. Like, did I? I don't know, I could be wrong in this, maybe I'm bitter or something, but like I think if you take a lot of people in those top tens, they're they're all doing the same shit. Like, yeah. I don't think it's just him. Well I think if they were, we're gonna start seeing the fallout from it. Yeah. Now. You yeah, know what I mean? Hopefully yeah. that the, the sport will get cleaned up. But I mean, as as a strength and conditioning coach, as a nutritionist, 
how how much does this uh, kind of affect Jones's stock for you? Just as an athlete, you know, you deal with so many athletes from so many different fields. What does that do to you when you hear a guy like that? You know what? And this is I've said this before we started. I'm looking after the Azerbaijan Olympic wrestling yeah, yeah. team. Right, and because I, I that's unbelievable. That is, by the way, that is actually fucking. Well, that just says that's some serious training, like yeah, that's that, some serious. That's a testament training. to how good you guys are. That the oh, Azerbaijan that's, that's, team. It's good that we did because of me, like they, yeah. Well, that's he handles what we Chris feels. Yeah. Get his ass. Like, look look at him. Yeah. Look at the shape yeah. he's in. Look at him. He's juiced out of his gills. <laughs> he's getting away with it every week. And, and because obviously we can't use steroids, and that's not something we do. We have to look at more better ways that. Yeah, improve performance. Yeah. So we use what's called uh, HRVs. You seen these? The heart rate monitors. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's not only a heart rate monitor. It checks your what's called your readiness. So Dimitri Johnson is a big fan of it. Like, you know, and what it is, it'll check your heart rate. So your heart beats. Let's say your your heartbeat is sixty beats a minute. Yeah. So normally when your heart beats, it'll beat and it'll be a bit erratic. It'll go crazy, a few beats. So it's a, your sixty beats is your average over a minute. But this heart rate will test how well you recover. So that's one thing we use on every single athlete every single day to see how hard they can train or right. if they're overtrained. Right. Right. Then we do a complete genetic test on them. So some people have genetics that makes them not necessarily absorb certain foods. We test all the genetics. Then we use, we, we don't use a lot of IV vitamin therapy because it's banned. And one thing about IV vitamin therapy, you can, you can only take 50 mils. Yeah, which is not really. Which is, is nothing. Yeah. But you can get a lot of vitamins and minerals into people like in that. 50 mils. Yeah, yeah, so you can bypass the digestive system. So there's a lot of really scientific things you can do to enhance performance, not just go, I'm just going to take some juice. You know, so these guys aren't devoting the time to their recovery, to their training. You know, so. yeah, they're taking the easy road yeah. basically. But. And they're saying you can even you can even boost your testosterone rates with just true diet now, can't you? I mean, it's, you it's, can, it's, yeah. yeah. So it's so we do a thing in the in the gym now. It's been designed by a few guys. Actually, one of the doctors that used to look after the WWF when it was WWF. They're all no juice in that. But this no is the thing. He was like, oh, you administer these tests. We test for steroid A, B, and C. But the lads are on DEF. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And then yeah. when they change the DEF, they're on the. Yeah, 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 yeah. we go back to ABC again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back again. But there's a lot of natural things you can do to boost your testosterone or growth hormone. When you train a lot, it gets lower down. But there's a lot of things you can do from, from a blood chemistry point of view, iron levels, B vitamins, and all. But people aren't even looking at that. Yeah, you know, why not yeah. look at what you can actually enhance naturally before you start going off the other way? Yeah, well, I'd say they like you know I'd say they hear the stories. I'd say they it's you know quick, they, it's they see, it's yeah, easy. everyone's doing like you know yeah. it's not hard work. So like I mean before is this before Jones and Carmi fought the first time, the estrogen levels right? So before Jones and um, Carmi fought the first time, you hear about like they test for low rates of testosterone and high rates of estrogen. Yeah, that. Do you think that directly points to something, or could that just be just training? Yeah, and so what happens is, and, and this is the thing, if I test you and test you for A, and I say if A is high or low, yeah. that, that's not an indication. You need to test all the markers. So hormones get released through your body, through your bloodstream, and everything is in somewhat balance. It's unnatural to have one hormone excessively higher than the other if it's not taken in from the outside. So something's gone up and something's gone down. You can test the ratio of testosterone to estrogen. So if one is super high and one is super low, there's, there's something far right, going okay. on. You know? So that was it like that was a big thing for me that used to bug me as well. They kind of done away with it now. They used to allow lads take TRT, and now you only need TRT <coughs> if you've taken stuff when you were younger, generally. Like, or else you're just too old. Well, well, T goes down after the. Yeah, but like not the levels these lads were dropping through. They were just out of fucking mind and pride, and yeah, then they'd the yeah. well, <coughs> go to their doctor. They train themselves into the yin yangs. Their T's because when you're overtrained, your T levels go down. So let's say your T's supposed to be ten. I overtrain you for two weeks, Christmas, down to one. You go yeah. into the doctor, he tells you. My team never went to fucking I know one. Did, I know See, whatever yeah. she said, she's a liar. Yeah. He's <laughs> a liar. Playing snooker with a rope over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go, you get tested, and you're one. Your doctor's going to give you 
nine, yeah, you get back yeah. to ten. But, then back to, but when you recover, you're you know, so that's a prescription. So it's like there's loads of ways around. It. But yeah, that they did away with all that. But they allowed it for ages. Like these lads were like they cheated when they were uh, when they were younger, and then they were allowed to legally cheat when they're older because they were all juiced in the likes of pride and all back in the day, and so their T levels were really low. And they go to the doctor, he'd give them this stuff to cheat, and then they go well over the limits of what a normal person would have. Like. And then you hear Kimbo Slice, you know? Yeah. Heart attack, what age is he? Yeah, he's in his 30s. He wasn't, is he? He's 40s. No, he was he? Yeah, he was. 38. 48, was he not? No, he wasn't. Was no. no. Oh, I don't again, know, but so not, not that old. Not, yeah. not, not old. Yeah, not old, but a heart attack and die, like, you know? 42. 42. Yeah. I don't know, right? The thing is, back in the day, everybody, like, Pride days, right? Everybody says, all these guys are on this, all these guys are on this. Then the Vandalay Silva thing really kind of opened people's eyes to how serious stuff was because he, he received a lifetime ban, first of yeah. all, and he actually wasn't tested. A guy came in, didn't have an screwed. ID, yeah, he got screwed. and he right. just said, I'm not, I'm, not doing, I'm not doing this. And your man was like, well, well, I'm here to test you. And he said, you don't have an ID. He ran out of the gym. Right. Which is a very common reaction. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> apparently he didn't, he left to go to a press conference. Oh, so the guy right, arrived, so said, I want to... I want you to piss in this, and he said, and take your blood, and he said, no. Who are you? Uh, uh, who are you? And he said, I don't have to show you ID, which is fucking bananas. They yeah. don't in America, which is just bananas. And then uh, he said, let me ring my attorney. I like, I, I want my attorney to, because he was giving him stuff to read. He's, he can't right. speak English, so he's like, I'm not signing this. I'm not yeah. gonna. And then he's like, yeah, I have to go to a press conference. See you later. And then they ban him for life. Like I mean, is now is he was juice yeah. out of his fucking yeah, mind, just, like. Yeah. I was, but you still need to do the testing half day, you know. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, sorry. Allegedly juiced out of his mind. Like, you know, but uh, thanks for the same. Won't get sued by Vondelay knocking on my door. Why you say I was juiced? They just uh, swinging hooks at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know. Is that too much, though? Is it, is it, or is this, in your opinion, is that what, what should be done? <clears throat> like, two, is, is, is a lifetime ban... Or two years, as they put it now. What 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 do you think is better there? Is there do they have to find a balance still with that, or do you think two years is enough for a guy who's cheated and possibly damage someone due to the amount? I think the first time should be two years. I think they should <laughs> all be banned for life. But then if there's a mistake or you know that kind of so like two years should be the first ban. Then if you're caught again, you should be. You're out. Yeah, it should be out. Yeah, maybe so. But it's kind of it gets difficult when people have a different opinion of different things you can test positive for, like because. Everyone's saying, oh, two-year ban, that's fine. If he cheated, if he, you know, these estrogen blockers mean this. But then Nick Diaz gets, you know what I mean? The yeah. same thing. Like, is it, is it an overhaul they need to do now at this stage? Or? I think they should have looked at the Well, they, they hired the levels, didn't they? They hired the levels of how much marijuana and um, meta, metabolism. Yeah, because I think it was just metabolic. a very slight amount you needed to have in your yeah, system. Yeah, now they trace. hired it. So, you, like, you'd have to be literally smoking weed as you're, right before the test for you to test okay. positive. Like, and he still tested positive. Do you, do you see it? I don't know if you know much about it, but do you see it as a performance? In that <laughs> it's, it's not a performance. <laughs> Would you stop? Yeah. For the munchies, maybe no. It's, yeah. I know a lot of guys that smoke and roll. Smoke yeah, and roll yeah, seems yeah. to be a big thing. Listen to like, too much fucking Joe Rogan. Yeah, they, 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 they smoke weed and then roll. I don't know fucking how they do Yeah, that. I know what lads who do as well. I'm terrified, man, as it is. Don't fucking send me in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting, but... Another thing, you know, obviously you've told us here that you go through kind of a protocol if you if you have, are putting an athlete on a, on a protein, um, I mean a, a supplement. Mike Dolce said like uh, on the MMA out there on Monday, he's saying I, I'm putting a contract in place for whereby if a person does test positive, they'll be kind of reprimanded or probably yeah. some money won't. 
the ball shouldn't really stop at you guys though, should it? it? It's kind of impossible to make the ball stop at you guys when the athlete is the guy who's going to put this, in, the guy or girl who's going to put this into their body. Yeah. I think the athlete needs to have quality people around them, and then it's a, it's a full team effort. So in Azerbaijan, we've got a we've got a rest, we've got a, a doctor, a nutritionist, me, we've got a strength and conditioning coach, and then we have a performance director. So everything that each athlete takes. We all know about, so it's not him going off doing one or, one or two different things on his own. It's not. So the the, the fault lies with the whole team. Like Shara Pova came out and she was she was tested positive for fucking stuff. She apparently, which is heart medication, which was on the ban list for years. She didn't know about it. She had a bad team around her that allowed her to take yeah, something that was yeah. off the list. So I think it's not only in the athlete, but the athlete who they surround themselves with. They all know what's going on, and they don't. It's not as professional as it could be within the network. Ooh. Like, but there's some like there's some really like. Uh, Aspirin, I think. Aspirin is on the band list. Coffee. If you drink too much coffee. Yeah, well, you literally have to be drinking. I like my coffee, man. Yeah, yeah, but like <laughs> as as they're taking the piss, you'd have to be drinking. <laughs> uh, but like a, like yeah, too too much like aspirin or things yeah. like this are banned. Like that's a, that's a strange one. Yeah, so it's diuretic. Like, it helps you piss out more. So right. You know. So it's and it's a, it's a stimulant as well. So again, I think the list is is ridiculous. Is it exhaustive? Is it way too exhaustive? It, it, it is, and some of the stuff that w- that's going to be added on to it. So I get a uh, report, just leave them to Rio. The stuff that's going to be added on next year is even bigger. Is even bigger. So you just said, just leave them to Rio. He's going to Rio. He's going. He's there. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go for you. I can't. Maybe go to Rio. Yeah, fuck off. Be eaten by mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah, So it's not not making things like I suppose they have to kind of renew these lists and stuff. But I mean. It need, like what safeguard can be put in place here? Like, is there any kind of litmus test? People just dip into their protein or dip yeah, into their, yeah, yeah. No, their aminos the or whatever it is. Now, but when you buy supplements, and this is the thing, you need to buy them off the right places. Mm. You know, and the problem is, any sham can open a supplement company. Don't buy off sham. Did you see the Joe Rogan podcast? <laughs> Did you see it? Which one? The one talking to Charles Sun, oh, where he yeah, said yeah. about he said about John Jones hiding under the thing and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. watch that one. Uh, but he uh, he said in it that. Um, <laughs> They, they brought up the supplement that he apparently had taken, John Jones, and the picture on it, the picture of the guy in it, the most juiced guy you've ever seen. I did see that he's like this. Yeah. He has no neck. His he's chest is out here. It's like, what are you buying yeah. off this thing for? Like, You know what I mean? What I thought was very interesting as well, on the website now, the GAT website, the, they're the people who so, uh, sponsored me to go, like at the end of it, it's like, May you could get a, uh, a false positive if you use this stuff. What right. is this false positive stuff? Because we're hearing a lot about like this, they, they don't standardize what, what they put in each in each container. And again, when you buy shit ingredients, like even again back to the Olympics, when I train guys go to the Beijing Olympics in two thousand and eight, they were told not to eat the meat over there. See them dropping. Do you go to the Olympics, dude? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do Olympics, <laughs> but they were told they couldn't eat the meat over there. Because it was so full of full of steroids. Oh, yeah, Rush yeah, yeah, is yeah, the same, yeah. apparently. Like. So, that's what fucking Frank Mayer thinks happened. He thinks he ate kangaroo meat because he doesn't use supplements. Oh, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, like, I yeah. don't. Kangaroo. Oh, you eat kangaroo meat. There's no <laughs> testosterone in that with your stuff. Yeah, Aussie barbecue, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe a sponsor there. Maybe a sponsor. Yeah, maybe, maybe a sponsor. Show, lads, oh, please. Yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah, ring me. <laughs> so, jacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are fairly jacked yeah, out of kangaroos. They are jacked. Hopping around the place. Small arms, though. Yeah, small arms. Like is is that ridiculous you to hear the yeah, meat? No, no. It, it, when your heavy processed foods do, do contain antibiotics and some form of steroids, so it can possibly show, but not on a huge, huge level. Do you know? Would be juicing cows then, just to get more meat? But they do yeah. in America, don't they? They, they do. Corn yeah, syrup yeah. and shit, they get yeah. them jacked up. But, um, That's fucking bananas. Yeah, yeah. Antibiotics keep them, keep them well enough to put them, a lot of weight on them. It's a lot of, it's well, quite common, yeah. With you being around the Olympics so much, obviously, 
OMF, I mean, okay, sorry, sorry, Olympic teams and stuff <laughs> like that, sorry. Um, OMF are obviously trying to get MMA to move towards some type of Olympic. They wanted to be included in the Olympics, and they've been very public about this. They, they don't mind saying it. Be because of your work with MMA, and, and you work with the younger generation at MMA yeah. as well, it has to be said, like, um, do you think it's still very far off getting to that level? Is it still a good bit off? Well, you see how much has changed over the last while with the brain scans and, and the, the, the nutrition, the testing. I think it is a good bit off. They need WADA approval, and I think that's the, yeah, the tough part, isn't it? I don't, I don't think point. it'll ever be in. No, I just I, don't I, think it's that kind of sport. Yeah. I think it's because I, it's too many sports yeah. together. together yeah. You know what I mean? I, it's I, not I think, like judo. I'd love the push to be more for, um, like, you know, the way wrestling was about to go and stuff. Uh, Fila, I don't know if I'm showing my age here, but there was a, it used to be a, a competition called Fila, and it was like submission grappling, and that yeah. was their aim was to get that into the Olympics, and just call it grappling. Mm. Get rid of all the other grappling arts. This yeah. is just grappling. No gi, go in. It, wrestlers can enter. Uh, you know, submission wrestlers can enter. BJJ guys, judo guys, whatever. Yeah. You get big points for throws and it'd be brilliant. Yeah, very amazing. Yeah. It'd be amazing to watch. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Do you think that's probably more likely? I'd, 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 I'd rather the push go to that because I just don't see. Uh, MMA game in. I don't. I'd like to, but I don't. I think they should concentrate on, on getting their systems and organizations set up yeah. before trying to get into the Olympics. There's so much that needs to be improved. It does, because I mean, as, as people like I've said, MMA was built by the UFC basically. Yeah. Everyone else, it never had a local scene. Say like there was like football. There was always local football clubs yeah. and stuff like this. They've all just been looking at the UFC and, and trying, trying to, copy. to, you know. So yeah. the grassroots level of the sport is really still. It's it's not really been created yet. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's. And I mean, I have to ask you now that you're here, um, obviously some of the rules have been passed in Ireland. Uh, some of them got, got a bit controversial. I don't really see the, see the big deal in it, to be honest with you. No. But one of the things that's been brought in, a lot of people kind of got behind it, was the day of weigh-ins. Like, yeah. instead of the night before, guys getting dehydrated. Do you see that as a much healthier option for amateur fighters? Definitely. You know, these guys, what, the, the fight should be in the cage. It shouldn't be get into the cage. We're cutting weight, you know. So these guys are cutting. Some people can cut a huge amount of weight before they get in. Yeah. You get into the cage, 15, 20 pounds heavier than an opponent. Yeah. It's been done many times. So we're definitely, <coughs> I definitely, uh, <laughs> I definitely... He didn't help me. I yeah. swear he didn't help me. In the sauna, look at hell on that. I can't even talk. His lip don't even move off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's stuck. Yeah, not yeah. one bit of water on my mouth. You alive, Chris? Two knocks, you're alive. No. But um, yeah, I, I think definitely the, for amateur fighters, the weigh-in on the day is much, much, much better. Look, I can, I can understand that at professional levels. Like you're trying to gain even the yeah. slightest of advantage, and, and I understand why they do it. But I mean, is there a point where you, is it, is it, is there a number you can say is too much to be doing, or does it, does it vary from body to body what people are uh, capable? You know, of? this is the thing. Leaner athletes will drop weight much faster. So you have a bigger guy that has a lot more fat on him, it's going to be much harder for him to drop weight because fat cells don't dehydrate the same way as muscle cells. But definitely, I, I, you know, 10 pounds maybe, 10, 10 pounds the day the weigh-in, you should be as close to your weight. We, I, like I, I'm a guy that has cut massive weight. In my you stopped now. You've yeah, quite, yeah, is that no, why? No. Was I, it? Just because it's fucking horrible. Yeah. Me and Colt just talked about this last night. We were just chatting about it. Just so I was just messing him. And he was saying, like, that's one thing I'll never miss. Like, just cutting weight. Same for him. Like, he was just saying, I'll never miss doing that again. What I used to see is the day of, like, the Paul as well. You and Paul, yeah, just, yeah. like, literally just zoned out. Yeah, like, sucked like, in. I sent him the photo. The photo started circling in Misha Tay before her last fight. And she was lying beside the bat on the ground. And, I, and they were, like, everyone was making such a big deal about this. I, was, I just sent Colin Mesk on pretty much every weight cut I did. Yeah, yeah. Me lying on the ground, Carl going, you're right. Be up in a second, mate. Just let, yeah. Back in the sauna, just let me <laughs> chill out for one minute. Like, uh, but, uh... Yeah, like, it's a miserable thing. 
it has no business at an amateur level yeah. because the skill should be the difference. Yeah. So it shouldn't matter. You know, when you get to a pro level, five kilos can be a huge difference when yeah. you're on top of someone. You know, if you yeah. know how to. Carl asked me to walk him out in Boston, and that was my fourth exposure to the. the the background of what goes yeah. on. Yeah, did you refuse point blank? Yeah, I did. My coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we're in the hotel and the big media thing. And the guys are, you know, they're wretched. They're, yeah. you know, Connor was there, uh, Carl, Paddy, Ash, everyone was there on the bus. Go to the stadium, big queue, and Connor's on last. We're all on the bus waiting. So uh, Paddy's behind me, and someone mentions a Jaffa cake. So Paddy Houlihan hopped up off. I say, who's got a Jaffa cake? The guys are just. It's too much weight. Restrain him! Restrain that man! <laughs> Who's gonna fucking do yeah, yeah. You know, hey. people, people talk about diminishing returns, you know, as far as the, they cut so much weight just to be yeah. good over the first three minutes. You, yeah. you, you've talked to me about yeah, yeah, this yeah. a whole lot. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Is it absolutely ridiculous? Like, when you see the amount of weight that's happening here and, and people think, people are still going into contest saying, oh, cut 35 pounds, or I'm gonna be a beast see, at, at pro, like, if you think about it, right, if I can walk in there, say, 20 pounds heavier than the guy I'm fine, which has probably happened before, like, when I hit him in the face, I'm hitting him 20 pounds harder than he's hitting me. Until when, single. though? Yeah, but it mightn't take till when. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> might just yeah. take those two shots because yeah. it's 20 pounds heavier. Like, 20 pounds is a massive gap. Like, yeah. It's a massive oh, gap. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. It's like, in the gym, you'd see guys probably not want to roll with someone that's 20 pounds yeah. heavier. You know? Yeah, yeah no, that feels. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do yeah. you mean? What do you yeah. mean? Oh, you're heavy. Big boys' yeah. class in yeah, two yeah, hours. I always take the rolls at home. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you're fucking really you. I just take chicken rolls myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I do. For amateur though, I think it's... I, I, I wouldn't mind that rule coming in. You know where they test you? I think it's three weeks before and then they test you. I think they're doing that 10%. now, aren't they? Yeah. They, they, it's, they have the... Uh, you, when you get in, your check-in weight the week of the fight needs to be like... For flyweight, I think it's, it's like 12 pounds over. Right. And Siri was saying, Neil Siri was saying to me, like, yes, loads of flyweights are coming in way heavier than that. Like, that's yeah, going to cause yeah. problems there. I think, they're, I think they're just guidelines at the moment. Right, they're not real. So just oh, so you don't get trying it out. They're just trying it out, kind of thing. One thing about them, especially on an amateur level, when you start to get a skill set, like like you swinging a golf club or a racket, your hands, your feet are certain weight, and you've certain proprioception. So when you touch your nose and you can balance, when you start cutting a lot of weight. You don't know where your limb necessarily is because your body's changing. Yeah, yeah. So one time your arm is two kilos and then you drop a lot of weight to a kilo and a half. So it's, you change your whole technique, it changes everything. You give right. a football player a bigger ball or a smaller ball, ball it's going to mess with yeah, the skill set. Yeah, yeah. So when you're learning a skill, massive fluctuations of weight is going to be detrimental to performance. You won't be as accurate as sharp as you need to be. So big cuts, for, especially for amateurs, is, is detrimental it's cuts for pros no good anymore either yeah well I mean it's kind of it kind of is getting to the stage now you kind of feel that you know you moving up um, like Gunnar, Gunnar Nelson never really cuts yeah. weight stuff like that you know do you feel do you feel the mentality changing when it comes to that kind of stuff inside the sport I think because MMA is so evolving and guys are trying to get a huge skill set they haven't probably embraced the nutrition and strength and conditioning the way they possibly should have and guys think about, about training on the mat is going to get them the physique or the strength they need and that just doesn't happen yeah. you know? so I think they definitely need, they need to put not do loads of sessions in the gym but enough to complement their weaknesses right right um, we've got to ask you now that you're here yeah. uh, Conor McGregor are you, yeah. are you working with Conor ahead of this fight uh, no we haven't had Conor over in, in, in the OSI for this, for this camp at all right. we had the previous camp not too many sessions Conor's uh, training hasn't been a bit irregular. I know he's been over in, in Portugal with, with Colin Bourne and then he was in Iceland. Yeah. Some camps in. So I know he's having a much more of a, a systematic approach this time around. Well, were you shocked? Like, that, I just imagine when the whole world heard about this, oh, we're going up the welterweight. Did yeah. that shock you to hear that when you heard 
I'm not in shocks me, but can't I? You know? Uh, no, I'm nothing. Um, no, it's a poison. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm t- in terms of uh, athleticism, yeah. Connor's like obviously a lot of people think like he, he's basically a genetic freak, all this fast uh, muscle fast, fast switch muscle, muscle fiber. Yeah. Like is is he that kind of incredible he, as he a, does have a lot of fast switch muscle fiber, he has great posture and great biomechanics, so leverage wise with, with such a long reach and he can has a lot of torque and power in him. But this, this, he could definitely get strong. He could definitely get fast. There's all parts of the game he can improve. Like, you know. I, I think as well, people always can be like the fast switch motor. Uh, all this, he's just super technical. Yeah. Especially on the feet, like he's a he's a phenomenal grappler as well. But especially on the feet, like it looks like he's moving way faster than guys because he knows what's happening before it happens. Anderson yeah. used to do. Yeah. Anderson doesn't look. He's like leading them onto the left hand. Yeah. And when you when, yeah, when, exactly. when you have a skill set like that, yeah, like when you do when you do a movement. Go from your basically your brain down to your muscle to do it. But when you have reflexes, it doesn't yeah, look, it, yeah, it just you his reactions are phenomenal. It, yeah. like, you know, it's just it's ingrained in his movement. Yeah, he just reacts yeah. without necessarily thinking about it. He's done it like yeah, he's done it so many hundreds times. of thousands yeah, of times yeah. at this stage, millions maybe. You know, but uh I, like I was chatting to him a little bit recently and he was saying um he tried to big up for the last fight, he just basically tried to put on weight, like tried to be a welterweight in this fight, he's just he said he doesn't care if he weighs in a few pounds on yeah. it, doesn't give a shit. You don't have to answer this yeah. if, if you don't want to, but I'm just wondering when you when you see Connor and like the way he was kind of talking about just eating up to the weight, yeah. were you kind of like, oh, don't, don't do this at home? Were you going to go, don't be doing this, man? Yeah. <laughs> I won't answer that. Thing, just eating more. And that's what I said to you. When you have a skill set at a certain weight class, you're fast, you're reactive, your reflexes are there. When you increase the size of a muscle or a limb or a leg, it changes how it moves. It changes yeah. your reaction. changes how much power you can exert yourself. And then you can blow your gas tank, yeah. you know? So it's... it's it, I think I think that's going to be a big thing for this. I think Connor is going to be the way he trains at all the time. So that's what he's going to be on the day. Like it could be seventy, it could be seventy-four kilos, like. mm. but that's what he's going to be <coughs> when he goes in there this time. I think we'll see a whole different guy. I think yeah. last time he was so hell bent on being as big as him and as heavy as him, he didn't no. need that shit. Yeah. You know, sure. and it's tough as well when they having a full camp. But sometimes I can't help but think when guys get called in on short notice, they don't have the time to dwell in it. They don't have the time to sit in there. Nearly, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna show up here. Yeah, Whatever fucking yeah. happens, happens. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think it can nearly be an advantage. Do you, yeah. do you ever think like that? Yeah, no, you obviously won a world championship. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think I think the pressure's off a little bit, you know. And there's probably a little bit of you goes, I have an excuse if it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah. Just say, uh, yeah. you know, oh, two weeks, mate. Yeah. You got battered though, you're eight, eight weeks for that. Yeah, but two weeks for this one. You nearly died. <laughs> he was on juice, he was on juice. Yeah, he was juiced out. Was, look at him. He's even John Jones, Esther, that was mine. Uh, but um, yeah, no, I think I, I think it's, uh, it's, it is a weight off your shoulders. You know, you know, you know like a, a lot of people don't put this part into it, the anxiety coming up to a fight. So, uh, for me, I don't know about everyone else. I know a good few fighters and I know oh, some, imagine. some oh, of them. So with the anxiety coming up to a fight is huge, but you take a fight in two weeks now, sure. You, literally, you have a week of training and then your fight week. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then that's it's different on fight week. It's actually different your last few weeks. It's, uh, I've always struggled really far out. Uh, yeah. As it gets closer, I'm grand. And when my training camp feels like it's going well. But really far out, like I'll wake up to go, wake up to have a piss, go lie in bed, and I'll be lying there for three hours staring at seeing thinking about every move that's going to happen in the fight. Yeah, so yeah. That's why I think I'm going to be better as a coach than a fighter. It's, it's interesting uh, you say that. Um, Eddie Alvarez, did you hear his interview? He's like, I need to be terrified. Like, I want to be out there because my body's not going to react. If yeah. I'm not shitting myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, I, like, and I believe the lad said when they were over filming with Connor and Eddie Alvarez, I think it might have been Boston, they said like they were looking over at him going, Freak you good. should not do this for yeah. him, man. 
You know what I mean? And then you come out and you start. To oh, yeah, I remember Cerrone saying something similar. Like he's he's really bad out the back. I'm. I, I and GSP as nervous, well was. Yeah. Yeah. Some people respond differently to stress yeah. environments. They actually relish in it and they try it under people that wears them down. Yeah, I think though, like if you think if you're walking through a house with all the lights off and you're like this house especially, <laughs> right? And then someone jumps out, how fast you react? Yeah. I think because yeah. you're scared. Like and you're the same in a fight, like you straight away, like you won't, you know, if something happens, you react so fast. Whereas if you're kind of there's, there's, there's good and bad about both. Loose yeah. is if good too. Like, yeah, you're yeah not, loose is good yeah. too, though. You know, loose because when you're when you're scared, you're a little bit like this. You're, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. almost tensing everything up. So, so somewhere in the middle is probably the best place to be. What do you think of this lad's idea of moving up to light heavyweight? I thought it was a good decision. He was yeah. sick of looking up at the smack <laughs> head. I was like, thank God. <laughs> own it, own it, own it. Spend like like eight nine weeks uh, killing me twice a week, getting me into this amazing shape. And I'd be about 93, 94 kilos. And then I'd ruin it. <laughs> My stomach would be sucked in. I'd look like a, yeah. I'd be white, pale. All the, none of the sunbeds worked. You know what I mean? Uh, I'd, be, I'd be wretched. I'd be wretched. Like, so uh, it had to happen. It was, it was, it was weird though. It was gradual for me. Because even Owen working with me. Like, when I walked into the ISI, I think I was 90 kilos soaking wet. Like, you know, yeah. scrawny and never lifted weights before. And so... I started putting on size while I was there, and the cushions kept getting more and more yeah. and more. And I was trying to be more. Even the last, like the last few, I tried to be way more scientific. I was still killing myself to make weight, you yeah. know. So it did make a big difference when the guys started working with you. It was obvious, like you know, from, from well, that the, was it. The that performances was the, that was, the that was the, yeah, and that even was John Kavanagh says like yeah. that was a massive yeah. turning point. Um, what's it been like for you to to be involved so heavily in this kind of eruption of the sport? Yeah, you know, it was a bit of a journey to be honest with you. I remember meeting uh, John Cavanagh. What was that first impression that someone's bringing you into a cage and saying, "See that lad there? Need a bit of boy yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's uh, he needs to be a bit uh, less less go and more show if you can organize that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made him, the, the bigger mistake was that I met him in the Temple Bar and Mike Turtles and we were, we were chatting away. No, Turk's head, and then he came. And John Cavanagh came and yeah. I put him through a session in the gym. Battered him. I mean, I, I had to lift the bar off his back. He was dead. Uh, oh, come over to the gym, man. Maybe Wednesday. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that heat choked. Paybacks My neck was yeah. over. It was six weeks. But uh, yeah, uh, that's the funny thing. When we started training the guys, we didn't necessarily train them for MMA. We trained them to what they needed the most of. They were need to be faster, stronger, quicker, drop some body fat. So you had a lot of work to do with Chris. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of work, yeah. I'm the grafter of the group. Yeah, yeah. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the. Long his arms. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the, I'm that, I'm, you know, the, you know the, uh, the rabbit and the, or the hare and the turtle, that's me. I'm, I'm the turtle. <laughs> I, I'm the guy now that anyone goes down there, they get smashed trying to do strong man with me. Like. Well, I haven't said that now. We, we were on a low carb diet for a while. <laughs> so I'm in taking the body fats for, uh, it was, it was a, uh, film on Peter taking Phil's body fat and I hear this you were talking to rob the dog outside or whatever and it's old school fucking car- it's not carbs it is carbs Rybina's carbs right? so, <laughs> you're not allowed Rybina and I hear him pointing outside the room and then he goes don't tell me popcorn yes popcorn is carbs too fucking hell I'm man. a working class yeah. boy yeah what you got that was it, like, yeah, yeah. it and I thought carbs was just new cool thing that yeah. you could get as well like. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, I, I didn't. I actually, honestly, didn't have a clue. Like, it's like fighting and like training. And then we went down to lads, kind of completely different. Look at these bad boys now. I'll show you mine, lads. Yeah, yeah. You know, got me. Laura, my, my wife's oh. way happier. She's very happy. Like, since I started training with the lads, like, nah. But hold and uh, something I've actually loved, like doing as well. It's like, I, even out outside of camps, I go down and train doing uh, strongman and stuff down there. Cause it's just, it's a. So it's own sport. Kind you know of what? Sport. And it's funny because we have these uh, sleds. I'm sure you've seen yeah. them. Do trauma and then I know them well. 19, I know you do, yeah? <laughs> 99% of the people 
hate them and die on them. He, I don't know what it is, you were born to push dogs. Them long legs, just takes yeah, two yeah. strides and he's completely set, set over. Like, what do you know? call those dogs? Husky, Crystal Husky <laughs> Fields, that's yeah. what he's made. Push! Yeah, yeah, he has said in it. He sits in it sometimes yeah. and I have to bear crawl with boxing Jesus gloves on. Yeah, miserable. But, uh, so you're going to work with the ISI now ahead oh, of this fight? Yeah. So uh, every, every, well, I think, the, like, I, I actually messaged on because there was, I think there was one or two fights where I didn't. I was kind of, like, trying to just constrain the gym and there were, my performance is not good. So. Yeah, no, but I did. I, I mean, for whatever reason, I don't know why. Like, uh, I, I think you might have been away a fair bit at the time. So you were just right. starting with these guys. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then like the last, the last two I've been down there, and yeah, I feel great. Like so. And even mentally leading the camps, you can't break them. You literally can't break them. And when he comes down the gym and he can push someone that hard, and they know that they've got that capacity and strength. Goes into the cage feeling great, you know. He got me once. He got he more once. He broke. I wasn't gonna mention that. That was only recent as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He kept pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, and then it's when I can't do anymore. Did you destroy your rat? Well, I'm saying, I'm saying it like, I'm saying it like this. I can't do anymore. I was actually on my hands and knees, going, I, I actually can't do anymore. Like I can't. Couldn't take anymore. I can't get up. Couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. That was a different occasion. Okay. He's a big man. Thanks very much. But so, like, I mean, obviously, your last fight. It was kind of fairly short where you decided I'm gonna go up to light heavy here. Yeah. Do you feel a difference when you can kind of prepare a whole camp towards that light heavyweight? Do you think there'll be much of a physical difference there? I'm just gonna do what I've always like I was saying, I was always in my best shape at 93, 94 kilos. So I'm just gonna do what I always do and just be that like just try and walk on the scales if possible. Maybe like a kilo of water or something, you know, but nothing, nothing crazy. I've seen the guys that like heavy, they're not that big. Most most guys that like heavier middleweights that don't want to do the cut, they're the same as me basically. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, there's there seems to be a gap. There's the middleweights that don't want to do the cut, and then there's the freaks that are heavyweights. And yeah. There doesn't seem to be an in between too much. Like, I'd I'd like to stand beside John. I still beside Gustafson. He's not no difference to I me. I wouldn't imagine now. No, a little bit looser in the stomach, kind of. But uh, like, so he didn't look that much smaller than Jones. Yeah. No, he isn't. No, that was the one thing when them two fight. It was like the first time they were like, "Well, how is Jones going to deal with a guy who has the same range?" Yeah, you yeah. Know? So I'd like to, I'd like to stand beside John Jones, but it looks like it's not going to happen for two years. <laughs> don't touch him, right? Yeah, man, yeah. Don't touch him. <laughs> go, I got the, I got this good shit right here, John. <laughs> get a, get a, a part off Cottle and an extra expendable. Just have yeah, go with the, yeah, the expendables, the juice. Yeah, Cottle Barbie eyeing up expendables. Get a bit of juice into him. <laughs> we can't have two Randys on the same thing. <laughs> 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 Just switch Randy Junior. Switch Randy. We're actually going to have to. Narrow up Cottle's ears, aren't we? We have to wreck his ears. Yeah, take a fucking rock. He can play, play Randy. If they do his life story, Cottle should do it. Like, he's actually short. Sure. He's gorgeous. Sorry, did I say Cottle Both. <laughs> I like both of them. But um, when you, obviously, uh, I don't know if I said it earlier, but you're working with the younger generation, like uh, Ryan Court, so I was talking to him just a week ago. He's singing your. Great you, you're going to pray. Oh, he's brilliant. Yeah, he's great. Um, and a guy not a lot of people know about. You yeah. know what I mean? He's gonna because this this kind of good show, though. I'm I'm happy for him. Yeah. He's kind of gone under the radar, and, he and then he'll just come into his own. He said he's happy enough. Yeah, he said yeah, I'll no, start talking I'm shit when I when I when these matchups with Demetrius Johnson are possibilities. So there's no yeah, point yeah, talking yeah. about it now, yeah. and I like that. But um, do you see a different mentality? Like, is there a lot more education for these younger guys than say these fucking idiots? <laughs> we paved the way with our agents. These fucking agents—they paved the way. I'm, I'm a pioneer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
they, they made the mistakes. They learned from their mistakes. They've evolved. They've, they've forged this path for, for Ryan and Dylan Chuk and all these guys to learn from us. So I think it's fantastic for them, you know. But uh, Ryan Cord is a quality guy. Puts his work in down the gym constantly. And again, sitting down with him, talking about getting his blood tests on to see where he's standing at, getting his genetics done. And we got him a heart rate monitor as well to check out what his recovery's like. But he's he switched on, he's focused, he's ambitious, you know. Yeah. He's just bringing us down and batter us. <laughs> oh, you get your blood test done now, dude. Like, oh. It was literally just a <laughs> Oh, it's like literally yes, till you step, couldn't walk anymore. Step, okay, look at you, gym owner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the opening day, there's no one can move in stores because he was down the road. Actually, my son's going, going to his class. Yeah, with Tom. Uh, that just so he came home. We went to the Wednesday night class. He said, "How'd it go?" Uh, Tom King, Chris Fields teaching a class of juniors. Unbelievable. Oh man, seriously. I, seriously. I, I took knee ride on Elliot about four times, but <laughs> just as punishment. You like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, there, the the <laughs> I, I was there, just no, this is how you do it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Tell <laughs> your dad, I said hello. <laughs> maybe not do that. Yeah, yeah. Tell your dad, I said hello. We're still talking about knee and belly yeah. here, Chris, yeah? <laughs> knee and belly, we're talking about knee and belly. Like. Oh these these are kids' class, we're talking yeah. about that. Teens, teens, teens. teens, teens. Well, I mean, it's, uh, this is actually the first one we've done since. Um, uh, SVG sword. I have a yeah. t-shirt in my car I was going to wear and then I was there ah that was that not. and then I saw this laugh <laughs> <laughs> what? I came, yeah. I came directly from yeah, home yeah. Mine, uh, mine is a bit more gaudy it's like SVG sword is across the whole front so uh, yeah, no, it's, it? oh, it's going great I love it yeah. the gym is lovely man I've been down there myself it's really yeah. good anyone in the area should go down and check it out because Chris is like decent that fight I'm, I'm alright at that fighting <laughs> team uh, and like Tom Tom, Tom's, Tom's phenomenal real, yeah. but uh, we have uh, like we, I have a fight team together already. Fighting uh, guys fighting MMA on August twentieth. No, amateur. Is that the first? Is they the first guys? Are you, yeah. Are you in the Uh no, I've been there a few times this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I, but this is, this I will be one? my guys that I created. Yeah. yeah, I will be. I'd say on the day, and um, we have uh, a group of lads going into that Naga coming up. We've already won a good few medals already in in uh, grappling comps. So. I saw that your first competition. Is a like week you, after, you made it rain. Like, yeah, yeah, a week after we opened. Like, Did you start them out with some supplements or something for that? Special. Yeah, <laughs> special yeah. stuff. Horse cum. Yeah. Get into you, boys. Yeah, yeah. Go, go. But it's uh, yeah, it, it, I love it. Yeah, it's great, and it's doing really well, and it, it's packed, and there's some like some really good guys coming through. It's kind of it's yeah. kind of scary because even. Like even the mistakes John would have had to make for me to know what to be teaching now, you know that kind of way. Yeah. Like so, it, it's it's good. Like uh, it's the same as what Owen's saying. Like you know, Owen, when we first started, I felt like for the first three months we trained, we just you literally just tried to figure out what we like. We like you were saying, we did, we did and breaking us in certain areas. Yeah, and, and, this, yeah. It, and that's not all show no go. The point yeah. is, when you train an athlete in the gym, you're not trying to be good in the gym. You're trying to be good at the yeah, sport. Yeah. So a lot of people go in and say, "Oh, I want bigger biceps or bench press." Who gives a fuck what you can bench yeah, press? Yeah, you know, it makes yeah, no car. Yeah. That's why we do a lot of chin ups and dips and stuff that's relative to. Yeah, strong man stuff is in, in, in one, you know. Do you still think uh, the like an approach, say like I don't know now, do other sports kind of have this is what most people do for this sport? Do you yeah. still think they're building the kind of the is it is it as sophisticated as you think you've nailed down exactly what MMA athletes need, or do you think that's something that's always going to no, be evolving? I, I think what happens is when you when you train an athlete, you train that athlete, okay, and yeah. then you see what movements happen in the sport. So let's say MMA for example, you have to walk the. the Time limitations. So what they're, they're called bioenergetics. How much energy he expends in that cage, and what sort of movements he does. Then how much rest he has, and then you walk the athlete that way. But if you want to work on strength, speed, endurance, you all have to hit all the components. Be yeah. like Phil Mulpeter. Phil Mulpeter came into the gym the first day. 
did a deadlift of 210 kilos. Yeah, he's he's, he's got yeah, a big yeah, farmer he's a strength. Freak, yeah, he's, he's so strong. Freak, yeah. So for, for us, we never need to get him stronger. It was faster than his endurance that we need to work on. You know, so you, you train the athlete in relation to the man of the sport, but people come to you with maybe different attributes. Like, yeah. know, Cottle was a strong fucker. Yeah. Straight off. Yeah, yeah. I, remember, I always remember as well, uh, Ash, uh, so like, you know, like wall sits, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ash should be still Sit there yeah. two days later. Yeah. Lactic acid no, just doesn't can affect I, can your I body. Get up now, ah, standing up and he's like, get down, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Is this really exercise? Yeah, actually? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen Owen Roddy killing Owen Roddy in chin-ups and he was so tired that he put his chin on the bar and lifting himself up. He, with no <laughs> hand. he literally, his hands were gone, you know, so yeah. Fucking fish, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, there, there, there was, there was a few like when we first went in, and oh, uh, Rob's dog, like, yeah. Rob Quinn, like he, he was uh, doing, t- yeah. Do you remember he's old, old, proper old school. Yeah. He he do chin ups with uh, thirty kilos hanging off him, monkey, and he was. weighs sixty something kilos. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's a certain balance of, of doing the right amount of strength and conditioning, but the right on a mat time. And sometimes people can go to yeah. the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, I think yeah. it's, it's important to have a coach saying two sessions a week, or depend. Look at your whole week. We look at a whole week schedule of twelve or sixteen sessions. Where's the recovery session? And recovery is not sitting on the couch. Recovery is doing something to help you recover. Active recovery. He's active really, recovery. Yeah. He's really had a brain for it. He does 12 or 16 sessions every three months. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I like to explode, right? I like to leave it all in there. I know you, then, do. you know what I mean? Once a week is plenty for me. Plenty for o- me. O- open invitations to come down for Chris's foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah just me arms. I told you, you know, we can't do any extra legs. He was saying he's there to leg lock, so we're going to see about that. Like, lads. Them big long legs. They weigh about the same as you. He rings you doing like, oh, do you want to come down a uh, train? Who's there, Chris? Uh, just me, Tom, Cahill, Phil. No, do you know what? No. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, no <laughs> don't ever ring me again. Where? PT? But uh, I'll put you on the spot. Final question. Out of all the guys on the MMA scene you've worked with, who do you think is the best athlete you've ever come across? Don't say Chris. It's not Chris. <laughs> we'll just take me out of it. We'll just take me out of it. Oh, wow. Wow. What, the, the best athlete from the, from SBG? That just natural athlete. Obviously, uh, some guys are just more athletic than others, but who do you think is kind of the most athletic guy you've, you've come across? Is there a freak amongst the bunch? You know, Phil Mapita was a freak. His, his ability, his endurance. Cottle was a freak. Mm. You know, very strong guy. That guy could go into any sport and excel in it. Um, yeah, you know Peter Queeley is a Peter Queeley is a is a machine. You know what? Yeah. I think Peter from all the different spectrum from from fitness for capacity for strength and his dedication. Like I batter him. And one th- <laughs> one thing about him, no seriously, I, I really kill some guys, but he is so good that I have to keep changing up on him. So no yeah. sessions ever the same with Peter. Um, and then leading up to his camp, uh, uh, he's gone off with Artem. We we really worked very hard on him. Yeah, so Peter will be. And he, he played for Galway for GA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, he sprinted. I yeah, think he sprinted when he was younger as I did. Yeah, he's uh, got a phenomenal tank. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a, like for me, I would have thought Queeley be up there anyway. You know, yeah. uh, I remember Phil being a bit of a freak too. Yeah, like. Phil, uh, yeah, and never got super lean. He was bigger when he was younger, so he never looked as shredded, but super strong. And, yeah. and his fights are fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Peter doesn't talk to the media, Phil. And yeah. Chris, and Chris Fields. Chris oh, yeah, and Chris, imagine the workhorse of the, work horse of the group. That's yeah, all it is. Just that's all it is. Yeah, I, he's great to look at. <laughs> well, that's his, w- what his wife is lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Go 
God love Lauren. God love uh, you, Lauren. Brilliant. My heart goes out to you every day. But um, that's the end of it. That's everything we have. Is that all? Yeah, but well, we're going to be more regular from now. I promise. I promise. I'm going on holidays next week, so definitely not. Yeah, next week. I'm, I'm going. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to a on Saturday. I'm back again. I'm going to a beat on Saturday. So next week is actually gone, but like more regular. I promise.